On with me is one of my colleagues who, uh, he and I, it's our job, is to try and save the republic. His name is Peter Vicenzi. He is press secretary, Freedom Works, Washington, D.C. Go to freedomworks.org. One of the largest grassroots organization in the nation. We boast six million activists on the ground, just like you across this country. And we ask you to become a part of the movement and uh, go to freedomworks.org. Peter Vicenzi, welcome back. Freedom Works, welcome back to the C.L. Bryant Show. Hey, CL, thanks for having me on again. Always glad to have you on, man. I wanted to check in with you to see how things are going in Georgia. Give the people uh, an update. Yeah, so, I mean, you and I were both down there, what, two weeks ago at this point. Uh, had an awesome time traveling all across the state. We just wrapped up our uh, Keep Georgia Red tour, uh, trying to, you know, get folks out to vote uh, for Kelly Leffler and Dave Perdue. But what we're seeing right now, uh, latest polling shows that both of them, both Republicans, are currently up uh, by two, about two percentage points, 51 percent for each of them. Uh, and, you know, that's a good thing. That's what you want to see uh, heading into this. The election is obviously, you know, in a couple weeks on January 5th. But we got to do everything possible to make sure, uh, you know, Republicans turn out down there. You saw the president was down there recently. He said, hey, you know, stuff looks sketchy during the general election, but you guys got to go out and vote. Absolutely. What do you say to that? What do you say, Peter, to that uh, Georgia voter who is saying to themselves, why do this? Why, why go vote? Because it may not that may not count. Talk to us about that. Well, you know, you can't complain about uh, a rigged election if you don't actually go and show up and say that, hey, yo, I voted on this. You, you got to look at that. Um, you can't have an excuse if you're not going to the polls. We can fight it out after that if something sketchy goes on. But the most important thing is we can't have a say if we don't vote. What happens if we lose the Senate? And give us a scenario of what can be possible if we're able to hold those two Senate seats. So the most important thing is we got to hold these two seats because Republicans need uh, at least one of them, they need both of them definitely, uh, to stop you know radical Democrats like uh, Kamala Harris, who will have the uh, tie-breaking vote if she's a VP, we need to keep those two seats to prevent the radical left's agenda from completely taking over uh, America. These two Senate seats are our Republican firewall uh, to keep the Democrats from pushing in, uh, from doing things like abolishing the Electoral College, crazy things like the Green New Deal that'll, you know, kill thousands, uh, if not more, uh, jobs across America. Uh, They want to do everything possible to completely fundamentally change this country. If we don't win these two seats and keep the Senate, that's all on the table for the Democrats. Absolutely. You know, and folks uh, hear that very well. One of the reasons why I am so thrilled uh, to have been a part of Freedom Works and am a part of Freedom Works for uh, so many years and uh, look into the future with them is this. Um, we surround ourselves and have always been surrounded on ourselves with young minds, fresh minds. And uh, in fact, Adam and I and Noah, I think, is, is not too far behind us. Uh, we're we're the older ones <laughs> there now. And I think, I think um, no, not that old. <laughs> but Peter, you know what? Uh, I admire uh, young people like yourselves who are upwardly mobile and contributing to the American process. Talk to our young people right now. What's at stake for them if, in fact, we fall back? into the doldrums of the Obama administration. Talk to us. Hey, I mean, 
I remember I grew up, uh, you know, with Obama as my president. First election I voted in was in 2012. Um, voted for Mitt Romney. I don't know what's happened to him lately, but uh, huh. we. I, I just remember the most important thing was for me back then was thinking, hey, you know, I'm going to get out of college soon after this. I want to make sure I have a job when I get out of college. That's less likely under uh, – it was less likely under Obama. It makes it harder for people. Uh, and we're going to see the same kind of thing with the Biden presidency. So, you know, young Americans, uh, you know, who actually believe in this country, I think, you know, most of us do. We're out here. We want to, you know, contribute. We need to be active. The Democrats are active. They've got a huge ground game that's going out there and uh, registering folks to vote. We need to be, make sure we're on their level. Uh, that starts with, you know, uh, if you're a Republican, get active out there doing grassroots work. Uh, you know, join Freedom Works. We're the ones who are out there knocking doors. We've been knocking so many doors in Georgia. And I, I know you were here with us when we were knocking them uh, a couple weeks ago, CL. I've been hearing stories from some of the folks saying that there are so many people out there knocking doors that you'll be walking down the neighborhood, down the street, and you'll go up to the door and you'll pass by the other door knockers as you go by. <laughs> There's so many people out there. Wow. You know what? Uh, I, I want to give a, a shout out to all of those who did, in fact, join with us in this effort to keep Georgia red. Leffler and Purdue, uh, folks, Georgia, I know I have a large listening audience there. Leffler and Purdue has to go back into the Senate. And then uh, all of us, as I said in one of the events that I was speaking at, all of us need to commit a felony. And that felony is, is hold their feet to the fire, which I'm pretty sure is a <laughs> felony. And, and so we need to do that. And so uh, let's do that. Peter, uh, give us uh, an idea now. I, I, what's, what's happening to our nation? We, you and I have talked about this privately and and uh, we've talked about it on radio actually um, and uh, it's something to look toward do we uh, continue to see the antifas and the black Lives matter movement uh, gain steam and what happens if in fact uh, it does this next two years give us uh, some type of uh, prognostication for the for the future how do you see that that american landscape well what's most important here is if we lose the senate uh that gives credence to uh, folks like Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Uh, those are groups that, you know, fundamentally don't believe that America is a good country. Um, even though, you know, both you and I know that to be the complete opposite. We're the most, uh, you know, freest nation in the world. Uh, we're, we've made a difference in so many people's lives, uh, you know, for whoever's come here. But uh, the future is bleak if we lose these two seats. I mean, that gives Democrats the ability to push through their agenda. Um, like I said, this is the firewall in the Senate, but we really need to stop that from happening. And they will fundamentally transform this country. You know, they used to be quiet about that. The left used to be quiet about that. They're openly calling themselves socialists these days. We've seen that. And that's fundamentally what the United States isn't about. Uh, you've probably heard our president, Adam Brandon, say this before, but, you know, the U.S. is a center-right country. We're not a socialist country. I mean, under socialism, you're not going to have the, the freedoms we have today, the, uh, the kind of upward mobility. People are going to be locked in to, you know, the same job for their entire lives. Uh, they'll be, uh, you know, living off the government. The, the left sees the government almost as their sort of religion, and they want to put everyone, um, you know, they want everyone worshiping that. Exactly right. And, folks, don't you ever forget that government is not God. And we as Americans have always been dedicated to bowing our knees only 
to God. And I can tell you this, uh, the efforts of Freedom Works is to uh, build, educate, and mobilize the largest grassroots movement in the nation. In fact, that's our creed, uh, is to build, educate, mobilize the, the largest grassroots effort in the nation. And what you've just witnessed and heard uh, from Peter uh, Vicenzi is, is that uh, that is what we're about doing. Peter, how do we look as Freedom Works on into 2021? Are there some exciting things that are coming up? Talk to us. Hey, yeah, we're looking good going into, uh, especially this next cycle, uh, you know, with uh, Biden as president and uh, crazy people like Nancy Pelosi running the House, even though she's <laughs> she lost quite a few people uh, in this um, this past election. I'm very, very optimistic about our chances going forward. I think in the next midterms, Republicans are going to stomp. We're going to uh, take seats, take back the House. I think um, there's a good chance we'll hold the Senate. You know, the momentum's going to be with us because they're going to see – uh, just the kind of crazy um, America is going to see just the kind of crazy stuff that, uh, you know, the left is up to these days. They're going to be the ones in the driver's seat. And that is just going to make them look so insane because, you know, Peter, let's talk about insane. They are. Let's talk about insane. Let's talk about insane. That reminds me uh, uh, to ask you this, because you 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 would you would be the person to ask this question. How how is it possible that someone who evidently is uh, somewhat touched, and that's uh, Ocasio Cortez, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, um, what is her appeal to a certain generation? What what is it that has made her the rock star, the brand that she has become? I don't really understand it. Help us with that. Mm-hmm. Well, it goes back to the fact that she calls herself a democratic socialist. You can put any word in front of socialist, and they're still socialist. We've seen what uh, what we've seen in Eastern Europe. We saw that under communism. You know, socialism is uh, the first step towards communism. They've admitted that, that themselves, and they find a way to sell it to people by saying they're democratic socialists. What really that means is just sugar-coated socialism, you know, uh, looks nice, sugar-coated on the outside, but still red in the middle. Are our young people not um, informed enough to tell the difference? What 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 has happened? You know the difference, and of course, I know your educational background and all that. I know the type of family you came from and all of that type of thing. But uh, you know, and you know my story as far as that's concerned. But we're, we 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 weren't we weren't raised that way. What has happened? Is there a falling away from from those American core values? Talk to us. I think there is that, and I think there's certain people who are responsible for it. And it's definitely, you know, the mainstream media, uh, national media uh, gave no decent coverage to President Trump. We even saw that from folks like, uh, you know, like Fox News on election night, uh, calling states when they really shouldn't have been called. Yeah. But he got no support from the media throughout uh, throughout his four years there. And, you know, they're still acting like that today. But I think they're, uh, you know, they're the ones that fall for this kind of falling out. They give favorable coverage to, uh, you know, the Democratic Party as a whole. And we know this is true because there's folks in left wing outlets who are actually saying that, saying that, you know, uh, MSNBC is really just a front for the DNC. Yeah, Uh, yeah, they do everything in their power to make Democrats look good and Republicans look bad. And it's no wonder that people, uh, you know, think that socialism is a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Peter, uh, that is absolutely right. And uh, the president had come up with this initiative to uh, idea to teach uh, the uh, American greatness in schools. I don't know how long that'll stand if Joe Biden has his way, but I certainly believe that that 
uh, type of thing should be planted again. One last thing I want to touch upon before we go. It intrigues me to even think about it, man. It was a conversation that you and I had uh, over a year ago now. Could the movie, and, and all of you know this, uh, you know, Peter and I like Civil War things and talk about Civil War. Uh, could the movie, and, and every audience is different. You never know who may have heard this before or may not have heard this before. So so the, the many thousand of you listening out there, you listen to this question. Could the movie with Morgan Freeman and Denzel Washington and Thomas, was that Thomas Howell? Was that Thomas C. I know it wasn't Thomas C. Howell. Who was that? Um, uh, uh, Matthew um, Broderick. Matthew Broderick. That's Matt, who that Matthew was. Broderick. Matt yeah. Broderick. Could that Ferris movie Bueller. of the Civil War, yeah, Ferris Bueller, uh, could that movie of the Civil War called Glory be told about black pride for America and being an American soldier today as it was, what, that 20, man, that's been 20 years ago. How long has that been? A long early, time. Three years ago, early 90s, I think. Wow. 89 or something. Yeah. Wow. Could that story be told today? You and I have talked about it. Let's talk about that. Could that, could that Peter, talk to us? You know, I don't think they could make that movie today just uh, with, you know, the entire social justice movement. Uh, that, that movement believes that America is fundamentally a flawed country. And the fact that you have, uh, you know, uh, black Americans in the movie Glory who are willing to put their lives on the line and who, you know, who die for this country, for our founding ideals, no matter how flawed, uh, you know, our country has been. We've always had these ideals of liberty and freedom that we've strived to live up to. And that's exactly what you see in that movie with uh, with Denzel and Morgan Freeman. Um, you know, they put their lives on the line. They they die in the movie, and you know, it's, it's a true story too. It's an absolute true story. And folks, go to freedomworks.org, freedomworks.org, and become a part of. A movement. We are one of the largest grassroots roots organizations in the nation. FreedomWorks, FreedomWorks.org, FreedomWorks.org. Uh, go there and become a part of the movement. In fact, we have boots on the ground, folks, when there are supposed to be and where there are supposed to be boots on the ground. And I'm telling you that if there's a need for boots on the ground in someone else's uh, neighborhood or city, there very well could be need for boots on the ground in your city. And uh, you can depend on us at FreedomWorks to pay heed to what is going on in uh, the political spectrum around you from the grassroots level. Pete Vincenzi, I want to thank you for being on with me uh, here today. God bless you and God keep you, man. Is there, I got one minute, one minute left. Give us a parting shot. Yeah, guys. Hey, we talk about boots on the ground, but, uh, you know, if not, you're not able to get to Georgia. We need help texting. We're doing peer to peer texting, uh, texting Republican voters, telling them, hey, we got to get out and vote this uh, in this runoff. How do they engage uh, with you? Know, you? How do they engage? Is FreedomWorks.org or FreedomWorks for America? FreedomWorks for America. But just go check out our Twitter. Go check out our Facebook. Um, you know, plenty of ways that we can hook you up and get you uh, get you texting. Really easy to do from the comfort of your home. And, you know, this is something that makes it different. It drives turnout. And this election, this, this runoff in Georgia, is all about turnout. We need all the Republicans we can to go out there and vote for, uh, for Leffler and Purdue. Let's go make it happen, folks. With God on our side and us, of course, on his, we can. Thanks, man, for being on with me. God bless and keep you. Continue to fight the good fight, my brother. I'll talk to you soon.